0: Come on, baby bagels with you and me, but don't forget about your cream cheese. Hey, y'all, and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy show where we laugh about the messiness of life, and we turn that mess into our message of confidence and of hope. See, my mission is to encourage and lift women up. We're here to lift y'all up, y'all. And this show is how we can can do that while embracing our real selves, our true authentic selves, and laugh about the stuff that life throws our way along the way. So let's do it today. We're gonna live out loud, laugh out loud, and we're gonna love out loud. We're gonna do it together, y'all. All All right, y'all. One of my favorite people on the planet, a brand new friend that I feel like I've known forever, Tracy Holland is here. She's the real deal Holyfield, a true powerhouse, a serial entrepreneur. She has built huge businesses in both the beauty and the wellness industries, and now her mission is to inspire and empower the next generation of women and entrepreneurs um, in community, not only with her podcast, but in business. She truly is a powerhouse of a woman, and she's done all of that, y'all, by raising three children. I've met her kids. They are well raised. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy Holland. I love you so much. To the moon and back, my love. Tracy Holland. <laughs> oh Do it again God. so she can hear it. Do it again so she can hear it. I got cold chills. Tracy Holland.
1: There you
2: go. God. I have to great? have a copy of that. It's
0: so yes, you my do. parents would love to hear that.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Anytime you enter a room, you should just have it like, like What's a boombox box or something. Yeah.
0: I want um, it as my ringtone. So when Tracy, Tracy Hi <laughs> Now oh that's how you God, do you it. Guys,
2: <laughs> that was a beautiful surprise. Thank you, Zach. That was incredible.
0: First of all, I was telling Zach earlier how have you ever met people when you've, you've never met them before and you meet them in like 15 minutes and you go, God, I've known you. I mean, like, this, this is right. This is meant to be. This friendship. That's how I felt when I met you.
2: That's exactly how I felt when I met you, which is why mm-hmm. I said, let's get together and go hang out in person. Yes. How fast can we meet?
0: You were out here like I think in two weeks. You know, when you meet the
2: guy and there are the sparks and it's like, is this meant to yeah. be all these things? And you yeah. call your girlfriend and you say, I think I met this guy and let me tell you about him. But that was how it
0: was with you. I've met other people who are like pro woman or, but you truly are like, cause you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. I can call you that cause you truly are. You've got more irons in the fire than I have skin tags on my body. You have got so <laughs> much going on.
1: That was a beautiful well, picture you painted there. Kim. I'm
0: just saying, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping it a hundred yeah. with Tracy. I've always wanted to know, I've been... Since I've known you, I've wanted to ask you this question. I read an article somewhere where you said never negotiate against yourself. I, I think that is such a brilliant statement. Well, it's so
2: funny because we just I was just having this conversation with my partner, Earl, this morning, which is as people, when we start laying out all the reasons why something's not going to work we start arguing for our limitations. Come on now. And right. Yeah. No more arguing for my limitations. And if I start giving you all the reasons why something's not going to work, please step in and say, I'm not going to listen to you argue for your own limitations. Not happening. Come back to me when you're ready to talk about all the ways that it could potentially work. And I think that with women, we're all faced with like, it's, Biologically, almost impossible to think about how between 28 and 35, you're supposed to be finding the love of your life, having and bearing children, and in the highest peak part of your earning career where your life is supposed to send you in a trajectory where year over year, you're supposed to be doubling and tripling your income, potentially for the next thing you're going to go do and you're trying to make a human? How does that work? Like, I don't, you know, I've, I've I created three brains, three brains, three hearts, three sets of lungs. Like, when I think about caring and, and creating a child, imagine like building a business, making a human, like that's serious right. business.
0: And doing it all simultaneously at the same time right that that that's the power of a woman that is why women truly are powerhouses because we can we can do it i mean we have been equipped to do it now let me ask you this tracy because there's a lot of women we i just had a young woman ask me this today no lie today she's a mom of three young children and she says in her heart she has this dream she said she her exact words were i know god has called me to more but how do I have this dream and raise this family all at the same time? I, and I said, well, what is your dream? She goes, I don't even know what it is. I just know there's something more. Speak to that because I know I've experienced that and I know you have. We've talked about it. What do you say to someone who says that? How do they hang on to the dream and pursue that and raise that family?
2: Oh, man, it's, this, is, this is really the thing that I spend the most amount of time with entrepreneurial women who are also have a desire to have children and raise a family is, and and this is counterintuitive because I think there are a lot of men who are entrepreneurs who would say, you know, go out and raise capital and then build your business. I've never done it that way. I've only ever held a day job and then Mm. spent as much time as it took on nights and weekends, trying to, Imagine and then formulate and then make phone calls and allow the percolation of the new big idea to come about over time without the pressure of how to provide for a family, put three meals on the table a day, get to work, come home, do homework. Right. I mean, mom does 80% of what's happening in the home, even if there's a second parent there normally. absolutely, Right. With keeping all the trains running on time. So I think as women, one thing I would encourage is to not put so much pressure on yourself to think it's either or, and it doesn't mm. have to happen this hot minute. It right. can take place over time. It can be patient with yourself in the process And allow it to unfold, but continue to keep the flames warm, keep your journal, keep writing about it, keep talking to people about it. And I really believe that alignment and good grace, perfect timing, perfect people show up exactly when they're supposed to.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Cop, right? Right. How how do you, but how do, like, for me, I mean, I I can only speak from personal experience that we've had these conversations, but it's so hard to balance that family and that demand of a career, especially like when you're in that growth mode or that blessing mode where you're harvesting all of those seeds that have been planted before. How do you do that without losing your family or your soul, Tracy? You know, like we're so taught as women, it's an either or, you know, thing for us, you know, and I just, Mm -hmm. I find that to be an untruth. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying, can it be an and situation, not an either or?
2: Well, it's funny because I don't know about you, but I think I'm a much different parent than the the parenting experience I had as a child. I think some of what I've learned and what I've implemented has, has my pendulum has been on a significantly other swing than the, than the swing my parents and I had as an experience. And I would say, I will never feel like I'm the greatest mom. Ever because it's actually somewhat of a thankless job, right? It totally it's like is. Completely. A, it's a th- and and there's, there's this also now understanding with three children, and I have a 12 year old, 13 year old, and a 16 year old, is that these folks, these little people who grow up into big people, come out of the chute with a pretty well baked personality and perspective, right? I mean, these are three kids who are all from the same parents, and I couldn't have three more different people at the table, right? So there's something to be said about uh, releasing or surrendering this idea of perfection around being Mm. the best mom you can be because I don't know, other than being steady in your love, steady in your presence, steady in your attention to your children and being present in the times in which they come and say, Hey, I need some help. I need this. I need that. But how much impact do we really have on, on the kind of people they become ultimately? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I could say wholeheartedly. I believe that Mm -hmm. we have that much Mm -hmm. power and influence over our children. I think that they are going to make their own mistakes. They're going to make their own choices. And our job is to be steadily available which then takes the pressure off this perfectionism, yes, Yes. right? And it gives us more bandwidth and freedom to make sure that we're truly living our fullest expression of ourselves. And if that means having a side hustle, if that means you know, collaborating with a friend and doing something at the family fair or whatever, the church fair, whatever it may be as your first step in the business exploration of what you want to create and do. There's just a little bit more, I think, of a perspective. And I have so many examples of women in my life who say, hey, I'm going to throw up an Amazon store and see if my crocheted, you know, pillow cases are going to sell or an Etsy store or this or that. And then, you know, at the end of their second, third year, they're like, look, I made 25 dollars dollars $40,000 over the lifespan of this last two or three years. And I have proof of concept. Now I have the confidence to go do this in a bigger way, right? And so I think there's just less of a complicated way of thinking about being in business, being a great mom, being a homemaker, or being in the home and supporting the family it can look different for everyone. There's no right way.
0: You're so steady and peaceful and Zen and that's what I love being in your presence, even listening to you talk. Don't you, Zach? You just feel like you just go, Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, and that's I feel like-
1: especially Zen because I'm here in my Zen garden.
0: That's right. So you're Zen in times <laughs> it's two. Double.
1: It's like I got Tracy's Zenness and I got yeah.
0: But I was just <laughs> sitting here listening to you, Tracy, and I just there's uh, so many women say, Where do I start? I've got a dream. I don't know what to, but I loved how you said it, it doesn't start sometimes with a big idea. Sometimes it just starts with the first little step. There's so many entrepreneurs out there and they're different levels. I mean, there's billionaires and then there's people who make 60, $70,000 a year doing what they love to do, creating their own products or their own businesses right out of their home. And all of that is valuable. Every single level is valuable, right? Totally, totally. That's what I always say, just move. If you don't know what to do, just take a step. If you don't know, just take that first step. Just get going and it will unfold. That's what leads me to this. This is what I love about your approach. I don't think I've ever told you this. Your approach to business is very spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's from a very different, I don't even know if you've ever thought about this for yourself, but you come at it from a different perspective perspective a different plane almost you you use the words like unfold you use the Mm -hmm. words like it's just you know almost like it's serendipity it just happens you use all Mm -hmm. these wonderful soulful spiritual words when it comes to business and i happen to think that business is soulful it is. Mm-hmm. It's not just a spreadsheet. It's not just a product. Mm-hmm. There has to be some mm-hmm. emotional connection to it. Can you speak to that? Because I think women are brilliant at that. I think women are, vi- even more so than men, we just have this way of of, um, doing business in this soulful, spiritual way that I think is not being talked about. I mean, that narrative is not being shared until I really talk to you about it. And that's where I thought, you know mm-hmm. what? She's on to something here.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I, again, from my own experience, it was hitting rock bottom, um, having come from a place of fear of lack of, of emptiness in a, in a marriage, mm. um, mm. you know, from the outside feeling everybody's saying, oh, how successful you are and how many awards you've won and how much you've had Success in these various areas, and this was probably six years ago when I would say to myself, "Now, who can I tell that I actually am waking up really empty inside, and wow, everything I am doing is coming from a place of lack and worry and fear?" and And there was the sense that I always say, of and everyone listening understands this: is if you have a size ten foot and you try to squeeze it into a size eight shoe. Ouch. You can wear that shoe for a couple hours, but boy, are you, every step you take is is literally excruciating. And so I think there came a point for myself where I thought, you know, actually, I misunderstood what success was. My yes. misunderstanding was mm. amount of revenue equals success, revenue and income equals options, freedom, and that will bring me joy. And then joy will be when I can have time with my children and feel at ease and in peace. And what I realized is that hierarchy and those that that path is actually misrepresented and, and completely false. Because I had the success, I had the income, I had the infrastructure, which should have brought the freedom, which would have allowed me to have joy, which would have allowed me to be in a place of enjoying and feeling peace of mind and ease. And actually it was the antithesis, the complete inverse. I would walk around waiting for the next shoe to drop. I would wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. Yes. I would be irritable with my kids. Mm. I would dread coming home. I would sit in the car in my driveway and think, oh, I have to go inside. Now I have to face this and that. And so I literally had to come to the, when I say drop to the bottom, for me, the bottom was, how do I, like, when you're starting to envision or imagine yourself getting sick or in an accident so that you can't go to work, then you know you have a problem, right? And so when you start thinking, gosh, how do I get out of this? If I got diarrhea and COVID and had an accident in which I broke a few <laughs> ribs, like I'm definitely out of a, a, three,
0: for a few weeks. That's a three day hospital stay for you. At that's
1: minimum. a trifecta. That's a <laughs> trifecta. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: So I think if you're waking up envisioning that or going to yes. bed and feeling so angsty that you're feeling and checking in, the immediate next step is what peeling that back and what is it? And for me, it was getting back to source. For me, it was getting back to the reason I came to the planet and realizing that even if that brings me no money, and even if that means I have to completely reconfigure my life, I know I have now enough leverage as a human being to restructure how I'm thinking about what is going to bring joy what feels like it fills my cup but it took a lot of squeezing my size 10 and a half foot on my left foot because somehow god gave me like a bigger like a toe with like a thing on it on the yeah. left
0: the right foot's yeah. a solid 10
1: i'll I'm, I'm try to laugh at your feet.
0: i've got one boob that's bigger than the other i've got one foot that's bigger you know the whole nine right? yards girl I'm telling I'm perfect. you.
1: Yeah. I don't know what you guys. You are know what, about. Zach?
0: You know what, Zach? You're in your thirties, and honestly, yeah,
1: deal look, with it. It takes a lot of work to look this good.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hey, y'all. This is Kim Gravel. And I just want to take this opportunity to tell you that we make this show for all of us to be in community together. And I want to hear your opinion about it. So um, we made a short listener survey that we want to know what you think about what you want to hear on future episodes of LOL with Kim Gravel. It would mean so much to me to hear what you want on the show. And I'm going to read every single response. So just click on the link in the show notes. It'll only take about five minutes because we want to hear what you have to say about this this community. Thanks, y'all. Love y'all.
1: Hey, Tracy, I actually have my... Zach Attack! Oh. <laughs> Gird your loins, Tracy. Okay, Zach Attack is a segment we do on the show. Kim has no idea what is coming, um, and yes! neither do you, Tracy. You. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is our opportunity to have a little bit of fun with our guests. Um, Tracy, I know you're a serial entrepreneur, right? So I was curious what you would do if you were actually a cereal entrepreneur with a C like as in cornflakes, like if you owned your own cereal company.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: Here's the (laughs) kicker though, Kim, I'm going to ask Tracy a few questions about her cereal that she is now in development. Um, and I want you to put together a little jingle for her at the end of Oh, my Lord.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh. Zach.
1: <laughs> so, Kim, remember when I texted you this morning and I was like, hey, yes. are you up for singing on the show today? And you were like, sure. And I was like, great. This okay. is why I asked okay. you so
0: Okay. C- so C, cereal with a C. Cereal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: Tracy, I want you to start, she has Tracy. To na- does she um, have to
0: name it? Does she have to name it?
1: Well, she does. Yeah. So, so pay attention because you're going to have to use this to, to oh make Lord. a jingle. Okay. 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 So first, no Tracy, I just want to know, Tracy, do you like cereal? Do you eat cereal like, you know?
2: I do. But I, yeah, so I'm excited because I feel like there's a really big idea in cereal that hasn't been done. So I feel like oh, do that. you have an <laughs> idea. OK, so Tracy's going to drop a million dollar okay, cereal
1: okay, idea. OK, OK, OK. okay, okay. What's your okay, fa- What's your favorite cereal right now? What is your favorite cereal?
2: I mean, the kids get Honey Nut Cheerios because that's, like, a little less. But if I were saying, if you said tomorrow is Armageddon, I would have Lucky Charms.
0: Oh, my God, me too, Tracy. Lucky Charms are my favorite. The marshmallows are amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. I love that. Magically delicious.
1: This is so funny. I went on a road trip last week. I drove, like, seven hours down to Connecticut, and... I stopped at a gas station and was like, I'm going to get some snacks. I bought myself a box of Lucky, of Charms, Lucky Charms, and that's what I ate on the it, road You trip. don't
0: even need milk.
1: Yeah. Now we're talking about your, your fake cereal company. Okay, Tracy, what are the main ingredients of your new cereal? Okay. So
2: here's this big idea.
1: Okay. For those who have a
2: sugar craving, there's lots of product on the market. Just go to any shelf, and you can pick any select. However... Yep where yeah. I think there's a really juicy big idea is making a bagel and cream cheese cereal. Salty, Ooh, crunchy, wow. sesame, deliciousness. So imagine like baby bagels that are crunchy. Okay. And then delicious sweet? little cr- No, I don't think no, the so. Cream- They're a little bit like, okay. like, uh, like almost like a little bit of like of a a you little bit flavors. maybe.
1: You could do the everything. Yeah, oh, flavor. for sure. You could do the yeah. salt flavor. You could do yeah. Yeah. You could do yeah. a cinnamon And sugar then you flavor. have that okay. with your
2: coffee. Yeah. And I think I think, that's the ol- I think that's the only way to go is to really have a differentiator.
1: Okay. Okay. So what have- would you call it though? What would we call it? <laughs> yes, okay. So that was my next question. Okay, wait. Yeah. So I have a few other <laughs> questions. But what so what do you want to name it? And just remember that Kim's gonna have to rhyme this. So.
0: I'm working. I'm working on it. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's going to be called like box of bagels, baby, or
2: something delicious. Oh, box of bagels.
1: Okay. Bagels, baby. Baby bagels. Baby bagels. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all, this is pressure. Okay, Kim. Can you think of just a a jingle for our baby bagel cereal?
0: I'm going to try. Let me see. Okay.
1: Okay. Here we go. Here Um, we go.
0: You're on the spot. Oh, my God. Here we go. So you got your baby bagels, you're ready to eat. Everybody knows that you need some cream cheese. So get your baby bagel bites and have a good breakfast, all right. Come on, baby bagels with you and me. But don't forget about your cream cheese. Woo!
1: Wow! You nailed that! All right, oh there you God. go. Thank you for playing today's Zach attack. I love that so much, Tracy. And Tracy, I, I love you. that. Like you are such an entrepreneur that you're like, I have an idea for this. Like you were on <laughs> She's it. She's
0: like <laughs> me. That is Tracy to oh the T. I love it. We got to get her rights to
2: all of that. <laughs> <So protect laughs> that yeah. is all about. Her. Cause I promise you, some bagel places like, whoa. Some good. bagel that's right. Yeah.
0: We gotta we yeah. gotta make sure we have it copyrighted before we air this episode. All right. Before we leave, because actually Tracy and I actually have a meeting together at three o'clock. I wanna <laughs> do something I do every single show, which is called Rapid Fire Questions. Now, Tracy, look, I don't want you thinking about this. I don't want you like I just want no. the first thing that comes into your head comes out your mouth. Done. You're going to have to pull a Kim. You're going to have to pull a Kim because I All never, right. you know, I never think Done. I just, okay. All right. Here we go. Woo. Yeah. I love these. These are good too. What is something that you've always wanted to try and never have? Oh my gosh.
2: Easy. Hydroplaning okay. on the ocean, on one of those above ocean surfboard things. Oh, cool. Will you come do that I me? Would... You've seen those.
0: Are you crazy? I will I'll watch you do I'm that.
1: Se- Kim, that'll blow up on TikTok.
2: Oh No, That is get, so you, you have and to be and I are in shape to do all that. No, no, we are going to do this and we are taking a video. And this is like, I, that's, I dream about this daily.
0: Okay. All right. I'm, I'm down. Okay. Oh, God bless. Talk about balance. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. What one question would you ask Elon Musk right now if you could? Ooh. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> all right. This is juicy.
2: I would ask elon musk if he would want to have dinner with me tonight mm, let me ask you, you this doesn't he have like a kajillion
0: kids does he have a lot of kids
2: yeah no he does but here's the thing i feel like once you ask him one question there's 10 more behind it so my one yeah, question yeah. to him would be like what are you doing i'd love to have dinner because i would love the opportunity to ask him so many questions
1: well i will go okay, with by the way he <laughs> has he has eight kids
0: i know it's a lot of kids oh. yeah I knew it wasn't. Yeah. What's his name? What's it? It wasn't Nick Cannon about, but he was. He was. He was. He was, he was getting <laughs> Nick Cannon to run for his money. How
1: many does Nick Cannon have? Sorry, I don't I mean think to he's got like, this, but.
0: Nick Cannon has about eleven. What do you value above everything else, uh, Joy? Hmm. If your house was on fire, what would you grab on the way out? And I've seen your house, so my, choose carefully. Yeah, my book. Um, this thing called You by Ernest Holmes. Ooh, do I need to read that? Yeah. Okay. What, what do you spend too much time thinking about?
2: Ooh, this is a big one. Um, too much time. I would say probably any time spent thinking about the future or the past is too much time.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Preach. Oh, that is very good. And totally agree. Uh, what is the most important advice you've ever received? Um, The most
2: important advice I've ever received is this is a short stint. There's no guarantee of how much time you have left and make sure that every single day you're doing something that brings you joy and you feel fired up and excited to do.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think we all should take that. Uh, Who's your celebrity crush?
2: Oh my gosh. There are a couple.
0: Um, I would say, Like
2: if I could meet Warren Buffett, I would be excited, but he's not really a celebrity crush, like hunky. And he is very old.
0: He's very old. So I don't know if that would so much be a crush. I think he would be somebody to, yeah. I mean, somebody, yeah, business (laughs) crush.
2: Okay. So he's kind of like a business crush. If you said to me, Tracy Taylor Swift is behind that door and you're going to get to meet her right now. I would be pretty. I'd be pretty excited.
0: You're a Swifty. I am. Okay. What is your now? Tell me the truth now. Don't give me some oat milk stuff. I don't want all this crap. I want to hear the real like. (laughs) Not in because earlier you said Lucky Charms. If it was Armageddon, for the love of God, so just (laughs) give me like right now. No Armageddon. Just like (laughs) your favorite junk
2: food. Oh my gosh, my favorite junk food is. Cheetos. I mean, okay, come cheetos. on, Cheetos. All right. There you go. Like, really? All right. Like really? Is that junk food though? I feel like that's on the food group. That's total.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it dyes your fingers, it's if it food. dyes your fingers okay. orange, yeah. <laughs> so is it is
0: it is it the crunchy or the puffs? Because they're two different. It's both,
2: but it's like that cheesiness, mm. that let that leftover cheesiness. You guys, one time I had the Garrett's popcorn. Have you had that from Chicago Airport, that Garrett's? Uh, it's y- like Yeah, from <laughs> Chicago Airport. Sorry. That's okay, so I <laughs> ate it on the plane. Yeah. It's like the entire container. And I ate it all the way home. I mean, the entire yes. bucket. Right. And I still feel sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, it is the best junk food. Every time I'd go tape at Steve Harvey, he'd give me a bucket of it. And I'm like, thanks, Steve. Like I need that. Like I need a whole
2: <laughs> It's so good.
0: It is so good. One last question. Um, where do you see yourself in 10 years?
1: Mm.
2: 10 years? I'll be 30.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All me right. Too. Thank you very much. Me Great too. to see you, Tracy. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, my
2: gosh. I mean, really, like, a couple different places in the world doing really big things, helping women succeed and propel, reminding people in large venues that where they Mm -hmm. come from, they come from source, there's nothing, it's all inside them. There's nothing outside them. Everything's inside they need. It's like, that's it. That's what it's going to be. And it's going to be fun as hell. Like, it's going to be laughter and joy and you know craziness and dancing and all of that that's that's where i see in 10 years i'm gonna look hot as a tamale because you already I feel do like well, thank you and i just feel like we don't have to absorb this whole stigma around age and aging mm-hmm. and women like i'm gonna look 30 forever <laughs> um, you know and why let's not?
0: And let's create that product to help women as well. Let's do that
1: together, you and I. Right? <laughs> there you go. Let's do yes. it.
0: I'm in. That's what I'm talking if we, about. If we can put bagels yeah. in a cereal, we can put the beauty back in age, okay? We can do That's it. That's right.
2: I mean, look at Dolly Parton. She is like the <gasps> most stunning, Amazing. drop dead, hot, yeah. hunky, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. She is stunning. So we're Dolly. She- we're right
0: on her coattails. Let's go, Dolly. I'm down with it. Let's go. All right, Tracy. I love you. I love you too. How fun was that? We love you, girl. Love, love, love. Oh, Zach! Isn't she the?
1: She is so successful. Her businesses have been huge. They're huge. Huge, huge and, businesses. But yeah.
0: she is in the heyday of her life, loving how she's helping all these other women entrepreneurs rise, and I think that's why you know. She's such an industry leader in that, not only in business, but, and I think what she said to all of, of, to all of us women out there and people out there who want to be successful. And and it starts with that pure place of joy, you know, and sometimes it starts with, you have to get started with your business because you've got no other choice, either your partner's left or you're broke or you, you know, got no other choice, but however it comes to you, just take the first step. And it's, it's not the big step that matters. It's just those little small ones that add up. You know,
1: a million percent. Yeah. And I think it's so important that she talks about, you know, she was talking about how it was like hard for her to balance and like, you know, how she wasn't feeling healthy and happy with what she was doing and had to reorient. And like, that's, I I think that's a great lesson for everyone, like at any level.
0: And it's also, uh, basically she was saying, it's never over. You can always start again and nothing is, can't age out, bag out, wear out or stretch out. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just beginning. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching this episode of LOL with Kim Gravel. Listen, um, share, subscribe, uh, leave us reviews. Let us know what you think about the show because we care about you. This is a community to lift each other up. And thank you so much. Don't forget, live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud. And let's do it together. Bye, y'all. is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant the brunette exec Production help from Emily Breeden Our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto A special thanks to all the team members at QVC Plus And thank you for listening
1: I love you. Okay, sorry, my cat is now in front of me So this is <laughs> the other thing that we got to deal with Kim loves this She'll be back. Looks like there might be a little bit of schmutz just on your camera. Is there schmutz. any way you could just take like your sleeve or something and just wipe your camera a little bit? And I think it yeah, will look Yeah, Hold better. on. Did you say a little bit of schmutz. A yeah, little bit I'll of schmutz. My- I think it's a little schmutzy. just happened.
0: I'm excited about this show.